This is Ed Van Ness. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by downloading the Radio TFI app. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah? And change your behavior so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behavior so you won't get it. Think about changing your behavior so you don't give it to somebody else. Well there, Professor Medley, I don't know if us here in Minnesota are going to be able to follow that protocol anymore, but... (sighs) Anyways, uh, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Taxi Stand Hour Quarantine Edition here on Radio TFI for this... uh, what day is it today? It is Wednesday, uh, May 13th of 2020. From the Radio TFI Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. And from the Radio TFI Executive Tower, Paulus Building in Queens... It is Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good evening once again, sir. Hey, good evening, kids and kittens. I trust everyone is having a fine and happy day today. Beautiful day here in the Northeast. Uh, uh, we're we're going to be up in the 80, 80s. I think it's tomorrow or the next day. And, uh, boy, i got to check my air conditioner. Mm-mm-mm. And yet my tootsies are chilly right now. Go figure. With this icebox yeah. that I'm living, living in. Anyway... Hello, everyone. I hope we're doing, as I said, I hope we're doing just fine. Uh, uh, Dr. Medley, Professor Medley, uh, kicks it off as usual. And uh, most apropos, because if I if I read the memo correctly that came up here to the 87th floor, uh, I believe uh, we have a topic tonight, don't we, John? We do indeed have a topic, and it uh, actually enhanced... You know, I wasn't thinking about this when I sent you the ini- the initial memo. This didn't come up. I didn't realize that our esteemed governor, Governor Walls here in Minnesota, uh, was going to let the uh, stay-at-home order expire. Oh, really? Yes. And now before you go, before Minnesotans go... Uh, screaming in the you know in the middle of the street screaming your head off and pulling what's left of your hair out uh keep in mind uh, that it isn't a full-blown business as usual thing the governor still is keeping bars and restaurants and theaters and beauty salons and uh, massage parlors tug joints or whatever closed for a uh a bit yet 
There's a tentative date of, uh, excuse me, uh, June 1st for that, and that's not chiseled in stone. So I'm breathing a little bit easier here. Through your mask. Now, yeah, exactly. Uh, 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. I'm going to pose this question at least off the top, and... uh, I want to get Ed's feeling on what should what should probably be open. Where should it probably be open? Um, is it too soon to just let a um, just let a stay at home order uh, just expire altogether, or what have you? So there are a lot of questions with this, and we're going to get the topic started with this. I have a feeling I might have. We might have a couple of calls coming in uh, today, but uh, I want to at least get the ball rolling on this. So right now, here in Minnesota, what it looks like is they're going to let churches, church services, but apparently the uh, churches are going to, I think they're only saying like 10. Now, that that can't quite be right, but they're going to let the churches open. They're going to. They're not going to harass anybody, which I can't say they really have harassed anybody that I've seen, as far as being out on the street unnecessarily. Uh, for for our governor now, uh, it is more of a suggestion than a requirement. So, um, so that's one of the things we're, we're gonna pro- we're gonna talk about. Uh, but you are also invited to come in and join us in the conversation here. Again, seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. As Ed, are you okay there, Ed? You had pizza for okay. lunch with onions oh. and sausage. Yeah, okay, and it's talking back. Obviously. Oh, oh, it. Believe me, this will be another co-host tonight. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna hear a lot of so, dead, you're gonna hear a lot of silence out of me tonight, and that's mainly because. Uh, 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 anyway, uh, apparently we missed Bill's call. Bill, try it again. We're, uh, somehow we missed your call. Please call back. And, uh, we're sorry you missed, we missed your call. Please leave a message at the tone. <laughs> or don't. Or don't. <laughs> or don't. But, uh, first I just want to start off with something I heard. On the Today Show today, Stephanie Rule, one of my favorite reporters, she's a business reporter, was doing a story on the effect of the pandemic and all that. And she was chatting with uh, Savannah Guthrie, and they were talking about basically the same thing. You know, nail salons and all that. She says, well, personally, I'd love to see a nail salon open because I got to do something about this hoof that's growing at the end of my foot. (laughs) 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 I thought it was funny. I'm sorry. I thought it was funny. So be ready uh, on your. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You you do your thing. Don't worry about me. Well, I just I heard a pause, and so I was going to take that lane real quick. <laughs> but you wait on social media here when they when you um uh, uh, we, we got, got Bill on the line here. We now. got Bill on the line. 
Yay! <laughs> what, why did you hang up? Huh? Why did you hang up? You're uh, us info- I got an Amber Alert on the phone. People in Texas get lost all the time. Uh, <laughs> you think maybe that, you sure it wasn't a notification of where a barbershop was open? or? Hey, that's not funny. My barbershop opened last Friday. Really? <laughs> yeah, but you have to have did, an did appointment you take advantage to go see the barber. Oh, was, I still said you, you should just let Barbara just take the shears and just pretend you're she. Oh, no, no, no. If, I, if, if, if I'm going to get a haircut like that, I'm going to have Pauly do it for me. <laughs> well, you just to, just, just, just to fill Ed in, Pauly is another one of our bowling buddies from back in the uh, way back. Uh, so, yeah, so how are you doing down there? Well, hang on, Bill. Do what I did. Just take the electric clippers and just, you know, mow the lawn, man. Just mow the lawn. Uh, I've been I've been thinking about it. I'll tell Don't, you. No, no. There's your problem. You're thinking about it. Here's what you do. That's the thing. Here's what you do. You bring us. You bring a small. Too long. You won't do it. That's right. Bring a small mirror into the shower with you. Make sure it's a battery-operated clippers and have at it, son. This way, it all falls into the drain, and you know. Then you take a shower afterwards. You get all the air off you. Ten minutes nah, in and no, out. Here is as much hair as I got on my head right now. It ain't gonna happen. It'll pull oh, the drain up. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, anyway. he's it's, <laughs> or uh, Bill's blessed with a, I think, more hair than you and I combined. Uh, anyway, I, was, I wasn't gonna say anything, but <laughs> <laughs> I'll get, um, I'm just gonna sit back here before I get in trouble. <laughs> well, probably not a bad idea. Oh, so, gentlemen, gentlemen. So how's gentlemen. things going out what there? What a lovely what a lovely 12 days it's been here in Texas. What? We, since Ted so Ted Cruz got a haircut? Oh. No, we opened the state up. Oh, that's right. Now everybody's running well, to some degree. Now people are running around saying, "Oh, we need the bars open." And yeah, it's just what we need a bunch of COVID people in Texas running around in the bars. Well, they had that mm. problem. Uh, was it Japan or South South Korea? They opened the bars, and one guy hit three or four or five different bars in one night and infected fifty people. Of course, Ooh. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, look, the, the problem when, here. I mean, this is going to sound kind of kind of petty, but the, the the size of the county that we're in, we before they opened everything up, we only had sixty five cases of COVID. Uh, okay. Since they opened up on May first, we now have seventy five. Give it a, give it another week. I was gonna say, yeah, it'll it'll, it'll be in the nineties in next week. Yeah, but there's yeah. people walking around, no masks, no gloves, families with their children. I mean, I just want to take a baseball bat to these people. Yeah, if COVID doesn't get you, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's, I gotta do it. <laughs> Look, and then, I, oh my God, oh. Rand Paul! Oh God! If this man had two brains, one would die of loneliness. You, loneliness. you know he's a doctor, right? A doctor of what? He—he's an MD. Well, then he's—he's he's a DA also. And mind you, while he was uh, when he was tested, and he knew he had been tested and waiting for the results. 
he took a dip in the uh, in the Senate swimming pool, so he didn't care whether he spread it around or not at all. Personally, I'd like to see him go up and I'd like to see him hug Mitch McConnell, but. Oh, this guy's just dumber than a box of rocks. Yeah, no, that's an insult to a box of rocks. Exactly. Well, he I would have said the other expression, but I don't know how, how much I can get away with language-wise on your well, show. Well, so. we try to keep it clean, oh. but. Oh, well, you're, you're lucky you could say darn on this show. So, but uh, speaking of Rand yeah. Paul, yesterday uh, he just he just ran uh, uh, Fauci. Fauci, yeah. Uh, and now Fox That's- News is going after Fauci. And oh yeah, uh, Trump's going after him now. Yeah, yeah. Well, you well, know, it's another well, one of those things. You open up your mouth, and the president doesn't like what you say, and now you just made the shit list. That's right. That's uh, that's uh, that's absolutely correct. And uh, of all times that we don't need this right now, we need to be acting as one country. We are all we truly we. There's never we've all used this phrase before. We're all in this together. Oh. It has never been truer than today we literally are all in this together and the fact yeah but you got all those you got all those other people out there that are swearing up and down we're infringing on their constitutional right right no you've got the constitutional right to drop dead but yes you do but where i have a constitutional right to take a baseball bat to your head too but as more than one (laughs) as more than one person has said i all i want these people to do is put a note on themselves that if I get the COVID nineteen, please don't take me to, uh, oh, to yeah. any of the fake hospitals, or don't don't waste anybody's time because I don't or believe can, I really we'll have. Just, you know, go about putting a little scarlet letter on everybody. You know, I, hey, you know, you know, Bill. It's funny. I've been thinking about this for uh, for a while now, and I haven't said anything. But I think, unfortunately, it's going to come down to that. People who. Sadly, we're in a position where people believe the science and others believe it's a hoax. It's all political. But I think we're going to have to be segregated based on those facts. Some places will be open for those that actually understand science and believe in it. And the rest of them that want to go hog wild, well, we'll cordon off a section of town for you. You have your right. You stay in that section. Right, stay in that that section. Yeah. If this yeah, is what let them go to work in the meatpacking plant. There you go, there you go. Let's <laughs> let's pack let's pack those airplanes full. Let's uh, and can you guys? Well, at least Johnny's up there, buyer. Can you please explain to me this governor of Iowa? Is she just dumber and homemade? You know what? Or I don't. I mean, I don't know what's what you're referring to. Well, the state of Iowa is going to full board. Hey, we're open. Come on, bars, restaurants. Oh really? Clubs, exactly. Oh my. Tug joints. It's all. It's oh hey, it's all out there. Well, and they've got said, all the I... meatpacking plants that are, are are oh well. Let's reopen the meatpacking plants and and make everybody come back to work. Well, no, I mean right. that's who's who's whose constitutional rights are you infringing on there? Well, it doesn't matter because the company owners wanted that. More importantly, El Presidente exactly. want, wants his Big Mac. <laughs> And his KFC. Think about it. <laughs> Think about it. Who has he ordered back yeah. to work? Meat packers. Did he do anything when we needed ventilators? No. Oh, no. We're not hearing about ventilators anymore at all. Yeah, and which is good. 
Any other president would, would yeah. be saying, thank God we don't, we, we've passed that phase. We now have what we need. It's better to panic and to get more than to, uh, well. <laughs> well, exactly. the only thing All with, right. the only that- thing with Iowa the only thing with Iowa is that I've got family there. I've got fam- family in Des Moines. I've got family a little uh, east of Des Moines. Plus, I have family in Nebraska, too, which isn't doing this oh, a whole hell of a lot smarter. So I'm a little worried. I'm a okay. little more worried about them than I was 24 hours ago. <clears throat> yeah. Now, explain to so. me, John, why I've seen on the news why St. Cloud and Minneapolis uh, are suddenly hot spots. St. Cloud, I'm guessing, probably because of the prison. Huh? That could, that could, I haven't seen an explanation to that one. And in Minneapolis, no, I, I, they're just, they're just plain stupid. Actually, I heard that on the news today, too. St. Cloud, yeah, because of the prison. They said specifically, yeah, it's it? because of the prison. Now, this also ties into uh, Paul Manafort got released from jail. Because uh, yeah, gee, what a shock, right? And there was no no cases where he was. Why? Of course there weren't. Yeah, so it was a federal. Well, it was a federal uh, a federal penitentiary. He was living better life than or a I country am. club. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And now he get well. He's on home arrest, is what. So he'll have. So to wear am I. Brace. So am I. What's your point? <laughs> yeah, there isn't much. That's true. Look, I don't care for it. I want to get back out. I want to be, you know, released. But on the other hand, I also don't want to spend the last two weeks of my life on a ventilator. Exactly right. I'm, I mean, and, you know, and, and and so much for, uh, you know, the president's. Oh, this is all going to go away when it gets warm. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was a, it was 103 degrees down here last weekend, and well, it's, we still got COVID in Texas. Have, yeah, I've yeah. never understood that argument. Well, also, no. also keep this in mind, gentlemen, as we progress along here, what are we learning about COVID-19? There are so well, many ways. This thing packs it. There's no way to avoid it. This is not your average odes. Don't just don't sneeze in my general direction. This thing is coming at us from all over. This is like, oh, yeah, well, this is like the Viet Cong digging the tunnels and, you know, you can't <laughs> find them. You don't know where they're going to hit. No. Well, it's like I told you before, the problem with uh, the philosophy of this dying off during the summer summer is expecting that this is a live virus, and it is not a live virus. Right. And so, therefore, the weather is not going to kill it off. My my little understanding of it, and look, I I didn't play a doctor on TV or anything like that. Uh, yeah. I have I have played doctor, but that's another story for another time. There you go. Uh, thank you. I'll be here all week. <laughs> But um, what they're saying, this thing attaches to everything. And if you've seen the images that they show of it, you know, you got all those suckers oh, yeah. around it. And this, it if you have underlying conditions, it appears it exasperates those, you know, conditions. Now, I, I smoked for 40 years, and I don't have the greatest wing, lung capacity as it is. As John knows, I've been. It's been seven years or so since I smoked, but yeah, I, this is this petrifies me. Is that if I get this, well, my my lungs are not up to the task. 
Well, I'll, I'll give you a little little lesson here from uh, from an X-ray tech for 31 years. Uh, once you stop smoking, within 30 days, your lungs will start to regenerate. Within one year, you basically have what are called new lungs. I've been told that. I I was told that when I was a teenager when we all first started smoking. But it, well, of course, you, you, nobody believed it. Well, it was it was the seventies. We didn't have to believe it. Smoking wasn't bad for you yet. <laughs> Are you still smoking cigars, there, Bill? What was that? Are you still smoking cigars? Uh, me and Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got your own humidor there, huh? Let me, <laughs> Bill. Let me tell you a little story. Speaking of X-ray technicians, so as you may or may not be. Uh, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Oh, Don't hold on. Me. I, I saw this me. coming. Saw this coming. Okay. What did I say wrong? Yeah, Johnny saw it coming. He knows. Technologists. Technologists, excuse Technicians. me. Technicians. No, okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I have the hang up button. You you understand that, Bill, right? No, I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's the difference between a technician and a technologist? A technologist performs procedures, performs exams. A technician works with the equipment. So don't you use the equipment? I use the equipment while I'm performing diagnostic exams. I, I'm having a little fun with you. So I, I, I Yeah. So anyway, like I was saying, so as you may or may not be aware, <laughs> I, I had open heart surgery. I had I had a triple bypass, the cabbage. And yeah, you went for the gold. Oh yeah, sure. Why? <laughs> Actually, my my yeah. surgeon, my surgeon had told me uh, at the at the pre surgery meeting a couple of weeks before, you got a hundred percent blockage, an eighty five percent blockage, and then he says you've got a fifty percent blockage, and I'm not sure what I'm going to do with that. I said, Doc, well, you got the hood open. Come on, let's not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so anyway, I go I go through I go through the surgery. Everything went fine. My recovery, boom. My 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 doctor nailed it to within a half an hour of me being discharged. Um, so that's cool. It was it was great. I had a wonderful recovery. No 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 complications. Nothing. So I go to I had to get an X ray taken about a week after I got out of the hospital. And of course, I, that's standard. Yeah yeah yeah. So I walk in, and the and the technologist is there. See see what I did. <laughs> Thank you, John. So, so he, <laughs> so he he says to me, you know, he has me stand. It's one of those stand up machines, and of course, uh, and he says, "I need you to put your arms up." I said, "I can't." He says, "Why not?" I said, "I just had surgery, and I'm not at a point. You know, I can't raise my arms yet. You know, as you well know, Bill, that you know you can't do a whole lot with your arms. They don't want you to move because no, they no. don't." And Not after looked, they crack your sternum open. Right, right. And, you know, believe me, I side with the Thanksgiving turkey now. I know what it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, the guy actually, the, the guy actually made me feel very, very good because he, he says, well, when did you have your surgery? I said, uh, I guess about 10, 10, 11 days ago. And he was shocked. He says, you walked in here under your own power with, a, you know, he says, I'd have never known. So, you know, exactly. it, it just made me feel good that my recovery went and that was my x-ray technologist that that uh that said well, that to me. There that, you go. 
And I said, he was really, really flabbergasted. He says, man, most people come in here, they're, they're in a wheelchair, they can barely move. The, yeah. You know. I, 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 and you, you've been hugging your pillow and everything else. Oh, I hated that. I hated the pillow. <laughs> I hated the pillow. That, that and the blowy thing, the thing you got to blow into. That was oh. Uh-huh. oh, that was the worst. That was the worst. So anyway, I say that sucked, but more it's like it blows. And and by the way, nobody ever showed me how to use that properly. I sat there for a week with that, and turned out I was doing it all wrong. No, see that that they never will. It's it that's just a humorous thing we do in the medical field. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on you, pal. <laughs> this isn't a thing. We just want to see you struggle with it. You know, it was bad enough. I'm making my rounds around the hallway, you know, doing my, uh, my daily multiple walks around the halls, you know, you're in your gown and, you know, uh-huh. I brought, I brought a pair of slippers, but beyond that, you're, you know, you haven't showered. You those and... that let your ass hang out or anything. Out of no, the actually, oh, no, no, you never have those kind of gowns. Actually, I ah, brought a, ah. I brought a pair of shorts with me, so I, uh, I wise man. <laughs> but anyway, so, uh, so Bill, what have you taken part of now that they've opened stuff? Where have you gone other than say the supermarket or? Well. I have a buddy who has a has a lake house down at uh, a lake about two hours from here. And last weekend we went down there. Uh, so we went to the bait shop to get some bait, go fishing. But that's been the extent of it. Okay. So and I kind of figured I'd be like safe out fishing? on the lake. You know, the sun ain't going to kill me too much. No. Well, <laughs> see the see the John and I. I guess we'll talk about it a little bit later. But that's the kind of business I can see being open a bait shop. You know, you can you can limit how many people are in the building at, at any given time. Go in, yeah, get your well, stuff now, out the door. I don't understand is they want to limit uh, bars and everything that is fifty percent capacity and everything, but we'll let everybody go back to church. Right. Well, it's the hypocrisy but of this no, nation. No limits on the fifty percent capacity at church. I look at least the people in the bar have alcohol going into their system. There's a there's a slight <laughs> chance. There's there's a chance yeah, <laughs> that we could kill some before we know it. Hey, the doctor That's said right. self medicate. Uh, there's always a chance. <laughs> there's always a chance in church. What what it, it really is? Do, do you really think? That uh, the body of Christ is gonna is gonna uh, jump up and replace whatever vital organs you need taken care of. No <clears throat> sir, no sir. <laughs> I I was raised Catholic and an altar boy. I promise you this. It's it's not gonna. But you're right. Everybody gets so. Just let me preface this as I always do. I'm not a man of faith, but I totally I'm with everybody doing what they what's right for you. Okay, religious, no, religious not uh, my thing. You, you were, you were t- you're talking about being Catholic. I, I was brought up that way. I consider myself a recovering Catholic. Me now. too. Me too. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on the 12 Apostle program. Uh, hey, and there you go. <laughs> I was splashed with holy water too, so. And it left a scar. Had a boy. <laughs> yeah, as a matter of fact, it hit me in the arm and the scar hasn't gone no, away. So. There you go. But it, it's it's yeah. it's it's kind of stay, the, stay, stay away from the stay away from silver and garlic also. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the hypocrisy 
of religion and the Christians and the evangelicals and, you know, yeah, we can pack a thousand people in. By the way, do you see any of the big uh, TV preachers donating any money? No, you don't. Oh, hell no. But they're selling cures. Absolutely not. They're selling cures. Jim Baker. Of course they are. Jim Baker reappeared. He was selling, uh, I, I don't know what that crap was. They caught him. You know, and they Probably find him. Probably selling masks. No, no, he was selling. He was, he he this was up. selling some snake oil. And this was about two months ago. There's a shock. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, Kenneth Copeland. Tammy, oh. Tammy, Tammy Faye's leftover makeup. <laughs> <laughs> some some <laughs> silver stuff. Who knows? It could be parts of Tammy Faye. Who knows? Uh, huh? be- because, you know, she she applied that stuff with a spackle on a paint roller, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenneth- so, uh, another another question for for Johnny there. So, what is the what's the uptick in Minneapolis all about? Well, the problem is is in Minneapolis. Well, it's twofold. We have got the problem now that just about every other large city in this country has, and that is a, a overwhelming number of homeless. They're setting up tent cities within. The city of Minneapolis yeah, well, and St. Paul, for that matter, but not nearly as much in St. Paul. They have one little section of St. Paul, but Minneapolis, they are spread over all all over the place. And when you have when you're in a tent city like that, hey, you know, anything can happen. All bets are off. Well, you know, the best way that that I can equate this to is back in the the 40s and 50s when tuberculosis uh, mm-hmm. got in someplace and it would run rampant through those kind of places. And it's it's the same scenario with this. Right, right. And that's the problem right now is we have so many places. Look, people are losing their homes. I know, I, I know nobody's supposed to be doing evictions now. But even still, let's say nobody's being evicted right now. Couple of months from now, that's going to start happening. Of course, it will pay that rent. Well, even if you let's say three months from now, your your various jurisdictions around the country say, "Okay, you can start the process." It's still a six month process, so people will still be in their yeah, homes yeah. into the winter, but then they'll be getting booted out around Christmas. So, and 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 apparently, this thing isn't going anywhere anytime soon. Uh, yeah, the no. hot weather. Now we're going to be living with this should, for a long time. You should. Well, did you hear the, light, the latest little thing that uh, the they're accusing the Chinese of hacking into our uh, medical databases and trying to hack into all of the t- kind of cure stuff that we're coming up with and trying to slow down the remdesivir and all of that good stuff. I I don't <laughs> believe any of that nonsense anymore. I, I, I don't you know, necessarily believe it, but I'm kind of like, you know what? I wouldn't doubt it. It's plausible. I mean, I'll, I'll give you that much, Bill. I'll say it's plausible, yeah. but I, I got to get back to the people who believe the whole thing is a hoax and that this is a, a deep state. You mean yes. Republicans? Yeah, well, yeah, if you want to put a name on them. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I... How while, does idiots fit? While, while well, I'm have a, you noticed... Have you noticed how all of these states that are pushing to open up all have Republican governors? Yes, there is no mistaking that. No, no, no. Yeah. There's, 
But what I can't understand uh, is that, granted, money is is the root of everything here in this country, but who could, po- who, who could possibly profit to the point of a worldwide that a worldwide pandemic makes sense? You know, even Are if you're really going to ask that question. Well, look, I understand individuals can profit, but who can set all this up? I, I, I mean, where it, millions of people dead? I, you know, look, I know there's people out there that don't care; they just want the money. I get that, but it's hard for me to, yeah. you know, it, it's hard for me. I can under, I see where they'll they'll set up localized things where people move out so they can buy the land cheap. Blah blah blah. Corporations are evil. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not people. Uh, despite what the Republicans may think. Well, and, do you not think that there is a boatload of money involved in finding a, a vaccination for this? Sure. Sure there All is. All the money off of that is going to be a tenfold increase. Sure. And, I, you know, somebody's going to come up with it. They're going to patent it. And right. personally, I, I hate to say this, but I think if somebody comes up with a cure for this, the, the federal governments or the World Health Organization should take it away from them and be able to give it to whoever needs it. I I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, everybody kicks in, give them a nice one-time payment, then see ya. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I don't want to knock the fact that the people that develop this are entitled to something out of it. I mean, I, right. I don't disagree with that. But, you know, you don't want the entire planet to die because of it either. Right, because they overprice it. Of course. I I agree with you. I agree with you. And, uh, uh, oh, I had something I was going to say, and it just, I I think the COVID just attached to my brain. <laughs> just You've been hanging out in Iowa, Johnny. <laughs> hey, I've been to Iowa once. Well, you know what Iowa stands for, don't you? Oh, here we go. This ought to be good. Let me get my hand on the button, on the dump button. Okay. Iowa stands for idiots out wandering around. Oh, come on. They seem like nice folks there. (laughs) Yeah, they they seem like real nice when I drive through. (laughs) Just remember, that's where Michelle Bachman came from. Well, well. It's going to be a shame when they when they lose their uh, their their first vote. Everybody's got their skeletons. <laughs> Happens in the well, best that's of families. That's what I was wanting to say. Speaking speaking of skeletons, um, are we buying into this BS with this woman that is accusing Biden of oh, no. sexual misconduct? No, no. She, her story keeps changing because right. she doesn't remember what they paid her to say. That's right. Look, everything she said, it turned out, apparently where all this happened was at a gridiron dinner uh, that Biden was supposed to be at. He wasn't there because he had minor surgery that day. So right there. No, so, right there. It so blows it was it. A, a Biden proxy who did that. Okay. So now, now, is Uncle Joe a little too handsy sometimes? No question. Does he take? Oh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> does he? <laughs> does he? Does he believe? I don't believe when he look. He's got his little thing 
that I don't think he's doing anymore. You know, he kisses everybody. He rubs shoulders inappropriately, kissing people on the top of the head. Uh, does he, he probably in his mind, and this is what's making me, letting me sleep at night. He thinks he's just being friendly. Yes. He's from that era. Era. That was, that was, you know, kind of, that's the way it was. What they did. That's what they did back then. And of course, getting back to Tara Reed, let's also remember since this supposedly happened, he's been vetted not once, but twice. To be vice president yeah. of the United States, it, and if it absolutely if it didn't come up then, it's, no, it, but and 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 I don't, you know, I don't knock that. There's a lot of this stuff that has happened out there, but I honestly got to feel every time somebody comes up for any kind of office or anything, these women come out of the woodwork, and it's been something that happened 20 years ago. It's like, what took you so long? Yeah, I, I. That's one of those things I, I try to stay away from. I treat that like walking on the sun, uh, because yeah. because uh, uh, amongst the three of us here, we have a grand total of zero zero uteruses. So it's kind of one of those things, <laughs> like talking about abortion. We really got to watch what we, you know. On one hand, you can say, "Well, what the hell took you so long." But then again, you got to look at whatever potential psychological damage might have happened. And again, you want to go back to, hey, in the 60s and the 70s, just keep your mouth shut. You know, well, there, that's kind of what that's, the police that, used that to That was the say. environment, was yeah. Right. So you got to keep that yeah. in mind, too. I don't like to, look, any kind of abuse is hard. Hard on the, the, the person being abused. Some oh, people, absolutely. Some people are, they'll run right out and do what they got to do. Others... They feel it's their fault. They feel they're, they're to blame. And I've never, you know, I can't, I'm sorry, I can't really get my mind around that philosophy of thinking that, oh, I deserved it. I must um, have deserved that. Bill, yeah. let me tell you, it's, that is not, that is an actual thing. Without I know the, it is, and that's where I can't, I just can't wrap my brain around that thought process. Well, if, well, good for you. That's all I can say is good for you. <laughs> no, seriously. I'm happy for you that that you haven't had that experience or you just don't care. <laughs> and that may be closer oh. to the truth than not. Oh. <laughs> wow. You know, now that you guys are getting used or knowing each other a little bit better and kind of getting comfortable with each other. I'm just going to kind of stay back here and like, wow, well, okay I, then. I mean, if you want to have, no, have a real conversation on, about this. No, come on, we need to this. get you involved in the conversation. Oh, yeah, I'm John, having too much fun listening. Yeah, John, it's not like you do a radio <laughs> show five days a week. Yeah, come on, but man. Okay, just, so, just wait, so you're up just there wait in, till I you're ask in New you. York, right? Yes, I am in beautiful Queens, New York, just spitting distance from Elmhurst Hospital. Okay, so how is it panning out up there? I mean, I see on the news and everything, but ask somebody who's actually there. How's it going? All right. Well, where I am, okay, I'm I'm not far from Manhattan. I haven't been out of the borough. I haven't gone more than about 10 blocks from home since this, all this started. Uh, okay. I walk a couple of blocks to my, uh, to my supermarket once or twice a week, and the streets are relatively quiet, but then again, they always kind of are here. I live I lived directly across the street from an elementary school. Obviously, that's closed at the moment. 
<laughs> so, you know, I go out on the street, I see people, but it's not a lot. It's not a lot. And, uh, but the people you do see, everybody is doing what they got to do. They're wearing their mask, you know, and that, the that, face covering. And, 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 and I, I love that. I mean, it's New York, the most populous city in North America. But here I'm in a, a city of uh, 100,000 people, and you can't walk around without bumping into some dumbass without a mask? Yeah, well, I'll tell you why. It, it, New, New York City right now is the only part of the nation where the curve is on the down is going down. If you That's take true. if you take New York City out of it, the entire rest of the country is just still going up like a firework. So people yep. haven't it hasn't hit like it hit here. I mean, we got our asses handed to us in a big big way. I won't disagree with you. And uh look, we took look don't get don't misunderstand. There's plenty of people complaining here. Oh, de Blasio's oh, this, yeah. Cuomo is that, blah, blah. You know what? You're alive. You're alive. Yes. Certain, yes. I, I agree there's certain things we can open up, golf courses, anything that's outdoors, you know, car washes. There's plenty of things we can open up. Can we do right. hair, hair and nail salons? I'm sure there's a way we can do it. Okay? Yeah. But everybody's got to cooperate. Some things are going to be a lot key. tougher. Dentistry is going to be really hard because you got to open your mouth. Well, but now think about this. When was the last time you went to the dentist and they didn't wear a mask and have gloves? I agree with you. I don't disagree. Yeah. But on the other hand, unless you're in deep, deep pain, are you willing to risk it? Yeah, well, you know. I, Would you do I it for a clean? Your, your Would you do it process. for a clean? Would you do, keep in mind they're there, but you got to go out into the waiting room. Sure, people can wait in the cars, and you know I, there's a way around a lot of this stuff. But again, we get back to the crowds. Businesses themselves can yeah. operate. It's where crowds are not controlled. Bars. Oh, and we had we have a restaurant here in town that when they first allowed them to reopen, the police had to come in and remove people because they weren't social distancing. Right. And they, they had over a 50% capacity in the restaurant. Because well, that's, You had one job to do. See, but this is what's yeah. going to happen. This is what's going to happen. When they say you can come in with a party of four, you know what's going to happen. Somebody's going to show up with a party of six and go, well, it's only two more. Yeah. And then we're up to eight, then we're up to ten. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and... And then before you know we it... told two people and so on and so on and so well, on. Well, then we still have the problem of we haven't hit the peak nationwide yet. We're not, no. We're not close to this. And and we're, we're, we're not going to hit the peak as long as we keep acting like horses' asses and running right. around doing, you know, stupid stuff. Look, there may come a point they may have to... Uh, Block off all the tunnels and bridges here in New York to keep the rest of you people out. <laughs> I have no desire to visit New York anytime well, soon. No. When we're all healthy and we're the only non-zombie city, yeah, you'll be. Uh, <laughs> at, I won't at, argue with you there. Now, the past eight weeks, this is uh, Bill. Tell me if this this makes any sense to you. You, we've all seen these movies, these apocalypse movies. 
And don't they always seem right. to start out with every time I watch the news or it's like, well, this little flu started and then there's the little debate and ah, oh, it's not that big. And they do this whole montage. And before you know uh-huh. it, there's bodies on the street and cities are abandoned. And, you know, that's I feel we're in that <laughs> montage right now, you know, where and what and once you see a, a governor or the president saying, "Ah, eh, it's no big thing," and then they cut to a big, big uh, uh, hole in the ground with bodies, which actually has happened. What am I saying? That's that's all actually happened. And and that's oh, yeah, throwing the Snickers bar in there. That's what we need is the Snickers hole. The Snickers hole. <laughs> We're gonna need it. We're gonna need it. We're gonna need it. I I promise you. I promise you. <laughs> Oh well, well so let I me, don't yeah. disagree with what Johnny was. Johnny said something earlier today when I was talking to him about about the the herd uh, immunity. Oh, the herd, and immunity. that's yeah. you know that's what they're trying to do in Sweden. And I mean, do, but who who do you want to pick that's going to die? Yeah. You know, do you want to say okay, we these have people gotten, over here, you're going to die? Well, that's just it. We have you gotten know, but so it's not callous. Be me, but you people over there are going to die. Yeah. Well, this, well, this goes right back to what I suggested earlier: the segregated cities. Here's a city that yeah. here here's a place where you can all go, and you uh, made the strong survive. Don't come to us for medicals. You know, but yeah. Uh, and and unfortunately, what I believe. What I getting back to all this and these people that don't want to take it seriously is because nobody close to them has gotten it. There you go. Now, okay, let me ask you, John. Do you do you know anybody who's even been tested for it? My knowledge, no. And, and, and neither do I. I studied for the test. Yeah, yeah I bet you I, did. <laughs> I'm. I'm tr- <laughs> Was it an open book exam? (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. I stayed up studying for a drug test, too. And and he didn't, uh, and the worst part about it, he didn't didn't ace it. Open book test, and he didn't ace it. (laughs) Attaboy, dog. I, th- I think he got six wrong, if I'm not mistaken. But you know, see, that's Bill, just what, rumors. See, but Bill, what you don't know that he he saw, he saw me get up and walk away from the microphone, so I couldn't respond. Oh well, then it was a good time to take a shot at you. Exactly, exactly. exactly. I, you, I picked my you, spots. You learned well. You learned well, Johnny. <laughs> we have been at, or Ed and I have been doing this gig now for. Over three years. Show 192. And, ah. and uh, we have, and I was doing internet uh, radio, live podcasts, whatever the hell you want to call it, back before it was a popular term. Oh, yeah. I thought you were doing that when you were out in Vegas, weren't you? Well, actually, I was at a real, had a real radio uh, station to work with out in Vegas. Oh, okay. But arguably, we reach more people with this medium than we do, you know, with that little 50-watt you know, radio that station I was at in me. Vegas. <laughs> this was a fabulous idea. Hey, listen, I want to break away from this just a second, Ed. You're here, it's, oh. Well, both of you. Okay. Both of you, actually. Okay. My bad. Um, as you've been hearing the rumblings about Major League Baseball, and you are as big a baseball fan as I am, 
Yeah. And what do you think about this whole idea that they're wanting to move forward with uh, playing baseball? Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. I, can you hear yeah, that, Okay, Bill? thanks a lot. <laughs> what what well, do you think about the fact? Johnny, you got to remember oh. who you're talking to here. Oh, absolutely. You know, all those years as an umpire, so... That's kind of... Personally, I I think it's ridiculous to play ball in front of nobody. Well... I mean, baseball baseball is a a revenue-driven sport with ticket sales mm -hmm. and these kind of things, where football is uh, TV-driven. So I can see them doing it with football. I just don't see it happening with baseball. They'll well, probably try, but I just don't see how successful it'll be. Well, did you watch, uh, have you watched any of the baseball from South Korea? I try not to. <laughs> well, they started playing and <laughs> ESPN is airing the games, you know, like at 4.30 in the morning. I recorded one last week. I watched a couple of innings. Uh, I'm not a huge baseball guy anymore. I used to be, but not so much anymore. And uh, it wasn't bad. Yeah, they had no fans there, but, you know, it, it was kind of nice to see live sports or something. Well, well, air conditioners, but no fans. Yeah, I just... Oof, I, I, swing it and just a miss. It's not the same. I, I agree it's not the same. I'm not by any... There's no stretch of the imagination. But then again, I've been at uh, Joe Robbie Stadium in the Marlins lean years when there were literally 2,000 people in a 70,000-seat stadium <laughs> for baseball. So please, oh, I know what well. I, I know what an empty ballpark is like. <laughs> plenty, <laughs> plenty of games have been played in the major leagues with, you know, fewer than one in 20 seats sold. So, you know, it, it, it wouldn't be the first time major league has played in front of a, an hey, empty or near hey, empty Ed, park. Yeah. They were just practicing well, social no, they distancing. Did, they did do that one one game in Baltimore, Baltimore a couple of years back right. where they played it with nobody in, in, the, that in the park. Was, that was because of that, civil that, unrest. Right. You know, and that was, in and of itself, it was weird. But I think if this is going to be the temporary norm, it's either this or nothing. I think a lot of people will go, go for this. Okay, you watch the game on TV. Baseball is still going to get revenue coming in. The ratings will go through the roof. Will go oh, they through probably the will roof. to start with, no doubt. Yeah. So, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't discount it. Uh, but as John and I were talking about this last night, and I have been saying for many, many years, the next time baseball has a work stoppage, uh, and I don't mean this, this thing, they couldn't do anything about. But now it's coming down to the millionaires and the billionaires again fighting about who's going to get how much. This sport, that sport cannot withstand that again. You got people locked up Absolutely at home. Absolutely not. I don't want to hear that some utility second baseman is crying he's not making his $10 million and he's only going to get four and a half for the year. Uh, yeah, I won't, I don't, I don't, I won't argue with that at all. I mean, I mean, when when you got a bench player making the league minimum and league minimum is nine hundred thousand, right? That's yeah. I'm sorry, I don't. I suck can't it up. feel bad for you. Suck it up, Buttercup. This this year, suck it up. There you go. I, I mean, it's, it's all just, to play a kid's game. We would all love to be exactly. out there swinging a bat and running and playing in the dirt and all that. We'd all love mm-hmm. to be doing that. Not only could 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 I not hit a hanging curve, I don't even know what a hanging curve is. 
Kirby Puckett used to say they were gifts from God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, Bill. All this, uh, all this baseball talk reminds me back of duck soup back about twenty years ago. Oh dear God! <laughs> I'm going to guess that was a bar. That. I don't know how long was that a bar? <laughs> no, no. Ed, uh, let me let me explain it to you as best as I can remember it. Do your level Basically, best. It was a. It, it, it was a softball tournament that we had. Once it, we've, I played, I think I played in two of them, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah, everything I think was did. all screwy. Everything was screwy. One thing, you, you know, one inning, you'd, you, after you hit the ball, you'd run towards third and come around huh? the other way. Yeah. Yeah, and you had to run the bases backwards. Uh, and then everybody. And then on, cer- on certain the- fields, they had a fourth base between shortstop and third base. Really? So yeah, wait a I second. That. So hang on a second, Bill. So you participate in something like this, and you're going to give me grief over technician versus technologist? I mean, come on, man. Hey, man, don't piss me off. <laughs> I, better I piss you off than piss on you. That's better <laughs> yeah, pissed off than pissed on. A comedian. <laughs> on this That's show, right. I am. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, he'd let you to believe that, but you know. But one of the things I remember was I think we picked positions out of a hat too. Oh before. God! Yes, yes. And they and they That's... had me. Fate had me at second base. Now <laughs> I'm, I'm not... either a pitcher. I'm either a pitcher or catcher. Okay. Literally, I'm <laughs> I... either a pitcher or a catcher. And I could go a lot of ways and... with that line. I'm yeah, going to say, just be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes a here comes Let a pop talk. fly. Let him talk. Here comes a pop fly in my direction. It wasn't bad enough that I missed it. A easy routine can of corn. It wasn't bad enough that I missed it, but I fell ass over tea kettle doing so. There you yeah. go. There and you we go. were all we were all saying that that would have been a perfect video for America's funniest home video. <laughs> Just you know, have, we just didn't have good cell phones back then. You know, now that I think of it, I, back I have heard of that kind of stuff. I've never participated myself, but but I will throw you guys. Well, a the little... one that was even better, I don't remember, John, if you played or not, but the softball on ice. I played that. Okay, uh, I couldn't remember one. if you did or not, but uh, now that was a thrill unto itself. And what had happened was with that is that it had rained day before. Oh yeah, that's the one I played in. It had rained the day before, so that ice sheet, that sheet of ice, was slicker than goose shit through a funnel. <laughs> <laughs> and what, yeah. what you what you did is if you were lucky enough to hit the ball. What you would wind up doing is you take four or five steps and then you just take a slide towards, first, slide. towards first base. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> just do the penguin slide. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hey, Bill, listen, we are getting close to that time of night here. Uh, yeah, but, uh, I kind of figured. I got to go watch Rachel Maddow anyway. So. Yeah, Give her my love. Go. Yes, mine too. <laughs> I get a feeling she doesn't want any of our love, though, yeah. if you know what I mean. But you know, uh, Probably not. That's true. <laughs> so, so, hey, Bill, thanks you guys, for calling. You guys in. hang in there. Uh, just keep keep things going. I may give you a shout here again, not too, not too far down the line. Call us Friday night. Be, 
Yeah, Friday night. I'll be right on that. Smart ass. You you have a good night, Bill. Thanks for calling. All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye. Take care. See ya. All right. And that was young Bill from, where is he from? Texas. Wichita Falls, Texas. Wichita Falls. Yes, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, and you know what? You know what's amazing about Wichita Falls? I'd love to hear something amazing about Wichita Falls. Is when he discusses all these people that are can't avoid each other and whatnot. Wichita Falls isn't necessary. You know, it isn't necessarily New York City or even Providence, Rhode Island, for that matter. When it comes to, I've been through there. Understand. Well, I don't understand how so many people can get so freaking close in a town like that. Remember, it's a Ugh. very, it's a very exciting, excitable disease that has no uh, no limits on where it wants to go. It it just mm. hops up and down. So, with the couple of minutes we got left, because you'll forget to do it, because I didn't tell you what to do. I haven't given you a script yet. Tonight at ten in the ten p.m. slot, immediately following this this program will be the first few chapters of our audiobook series, Treasure Island. We'll be playing about three or four chapters every week. It's about an hour's worth uh, every every Wednesday night. So stick around after the show if you want to hear, hear a little book. And we've got some other goodies coming up in the 10 o'clock hour. We'll talk more about that tomorrow night. Uh, I'm, uh, we're, we're just finishing up, l- uploading everything. And so anyway, Treasure Island tonight, 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock hour. We'll have something in it every night until until we abandon this slot. And then it'll all slide up to 9 o'clock. Oh, ho- oh by the way, Ed. Yes, John. Just so you understand, just wanted to give you notice. I'm no longer quarantined. Really? <laughs> you should have, well, no, we got the, we, the, not we our stay-at-home order. Our stay-at-home order. So now I want double time pay for this okay just so you're aware of that we'll pay you twice what we're giving you now well there you go i just hey i don't care if that's still zero i still want the status bro we, we'll, we'll even include uh travel pay how about that and well i appreciate that yes. oh by the way i just wanted to point this out to you yes or, or actually point it out to the listeners if you're listening on soundcloud or any one of the numerous podcasts or wherever we get your podcast Keep in mind, you won't get to hear Treasure Island, so that. Well, no, that's for the live. That that's on the radio station. That's all broadcast live, right? Okay, right. If, just if wanted you to clarify. If that. you're not listening live, you get to hear this block of programming, which this is an hour. But you feel free to go to www.radiotfi.com, and you can hear all these goodies. The apps are still available, but we're not pushing them as hard. But. Uh, uh, RadioTFI.com is a radio much better TFI, source to and eventually, live. eventually we're going to have all that stuff on the website as well. So uh, it's a process, and and we're getting there. Fortunately, I have the time now. And it took me about a month and a half to finally get up and doing it. But Motivated. Eh, that's a word. <laughs> well, that sound means that we are ready to say goodnight. Wrap up another night of the Taxi Stand Hour Quarantine Edition. Yeah, I'll be here tomorrow, even though I'm not quarantined anymore. So, Temper tantrum Thursday. Temper tantrum Thursday. Oh, yeah. From the 
Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota. I'm John Shannon, and I got the money. <laughs>